The Chicago White Sox lost to the Baltimore Orioles on Sunday and lost the series. The Sox are still searching for their first series win of the season. General Manager Rick Hahn bestowed more repetitive wisdom and Hahn speak on everyone to start the weekend, and then the Sox pitching took care of the rest. It wasn't all bad. Some of us got a free sweatshirt on a day we didn't need it. Only 146 more games to go. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your baseball franchise? Uh, then this game is definitely for you to download the game. Just visit ultimatebaseballgm.com or look it up in the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked on in the game. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morowski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in a beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Our Chicago White Sox now sit at six in 10. On the season, four games back in the AL Central uh, with a minus 23 run differential. Um, folks, you're watching this. You're seeing what's going on. I mean, it is the same stuff over and over again, uh, not only on a game-to-game, -game, but I feel like uh, this is last season all over again. I mean, meet the new year, same as the old year. Uh, Sox offense you know, and it has been pretty potent at times, but Sox offense can't overcome uh, the pitching right now, especially the bullpen. And I don't know if there is an offense in all of baseball that can overcome uh, what Sox pitching has done so far. Uh, Baltimore came in. Hey, they're no offensive slouch. I mean, top five in OPS uh, entering the series. Uh, third in RBI, third in runs, fifth in home runs, 13th in hits, 13th in average, fifth in slugging. But, you know, you cannot give a team like that that's got a lot going for them offensively, 26 free passes uh, in the series. Uh, it, that was ugly, absolutely ugly. Starting pitching, bullpen, uh, just bad all around. Hey, before we get into everything, just want to give a, a shout out uh, to some lockdown White Sox everydayers. Uh, had an absolute pleasure of meeting and talking with Wayne, Brody, and John. Uh, thank you so much for that conversation and for listening. Uh, good catching up with, uh, with the three of you. Uh, Jake Berger was definitely a highlight in this series. Uh, three home runs. Uh, what happens if he keeps hitting? I mean, this is the big question going around, uh, you know, social media, uh, just in your groups, I'm sure you're talking about it, you know, with Sox fans in your life. What's going to happen 
uh, when Yohan Moncada comes back? What's going to happen with Berger? What if he continues to mash the ball? And the Sox just absolutely need that offense. Now Hanser Alberto is hurt, which we'll get to. Is Alberto gone? I mean, this is a guy that I think Pedro Grafol is extremely high on. I think he was on a wish list of his in the offseason. I mean, had one heck of a spring. I mean, you heard me talk about it uh, all spring training long. He kept hitting the ball. He completely outperformed his competition, namely the legend, Larry Garcia. Uh, so what are you going to do? Just let him go? I mean, they don't have a long-term commitment to him. Uh, Jake Berger is a defensive liability, had an error in Sunday that we'll talk about, but his bat, you know, I, I don't know uh, what to do. I, we, I don't think he can play second base. I think you need a guy that's got a lot of range uh, to play second base right now with all the shift rules. Um, what about Sheets? You know, they throw him out there in left field. Uh, he got ran on a little bit, but it was definitely a better showing than when he was in right field. Uh, in that twin series and sheets hit a three run bomb. You need Sheets's lefty power back. So we don't have a lot of lefties uh, right now that have that thunder, but where is he going to play? Uh, the Sox have got uh, a lot of things to sort out uh, in the coming days and weeks uh, coming into Sunday's game. Sox bullpen had an ERA of 7.71 and it felt it, didn't it? I mean, you, you didn't even have to probably, uh, know that number, you know, you could have guessed it. I bet if you've been watching this regularly, uh, you might even said it's around 10. It's been ugly. Uh, that is dead last in all of baseball, most expensive bullpen out there. And Sunday didn't help the cause either. Uh, like the way Berger played, of course, offensively, Oscar Colas had a walk off and these 1993 uh, anniversary sweatshirts um, didn't need them on Saturday with the warm weather. Uh, but needed him on Sunday and probably this coming week. Uh, it's a really nice giveaway, nice sweatshirt uh, that they had on Saturday. Uh, prior to Friday's game, first game, of course, of the Baltimore series, this is what uh, the GM Rick Hahn had to say. Every team wants to get off to a good start. Uh, we're disappointed in how this start has gone thus far. Uh, there have been times when the starting pitching was probably the culprit for keeping us out of games. There have been times when the bullpen was to blame. Both of those two stepped up over the week in Minnesota, so it's just really a matter of getting each element clicking at the same time. I think the simpler way of explaining it is we know we have something to prove, Han said, and we know we haven't proven it yet. I love how he says the simpler way, like if that was too complex for the ordinary Sox fan to wrap his brain around or her brain around, uh, give me a break. Uh, this is from Daryl Van Scoven of the Chicago Sun-Times. Uh, at the same time, Han is saying this, the rash of injuries is reminiscent of the 2022 season when great expectations were doused by an array of injuries to significant players that exposed a lack of depth and led to an 88, 81, and 81 season and a thick layer of fan discontent that Han understands. We talked about that going back to spring training or the offseason, that there's going to be a level of prove it uh, over the course of this summer, not simply from a health standpoint, but from a performance standpoint, a competitiveness standpoint, approach on the field, attitude, preparation. Uh, Han said all this again before the Baltimore series. All that stuff we were going to have to show we were making marked improvement over where we were. Uh, but Han added that injuries have struck teams around the majors and that this is common in March and April as players accelerate 
their preparation. A nice spin job, Rick Hahn. Uh, also, prior to Friday's season opener, outfielder Aloy Jimenez was activated and Yoan Mankata placed in the IL. Uh, uh, Tanner Banks was recalled. Jesse Schulten's option to AAA Charlotte. And infield outfield uh, Nick Solak uh, claimed off waivers, then optioned. Uh, again, Jimenez was on the IL with that hamstring strain. It was nice to get him back, but he really didn't do much uh, in the DH spot. Uh, in addition to those moves, the ball club, of course, rec- uh, recalled Banks. We saw Banks a limited time. Uh, this is Hanan Mankata's injury. At this time, we're not hugely worried about it sticking with him for an extended period. Uh, backs are difficult to deal with, let's say, in that it's not just a matter of perhaps uh, the healing of a muscle strain as comparison or a Tommy John surgery or something where there's a clear return to play protocol. But we are optimistic uh, we'll be able to knock this thing out of him, uh, then all his problems will be behind him. That sounds like a made-up quote, but that was a real quote from our general manager, uh, Rick Hahn. So they could have put Yoan Mankata on the IL earlier in the week when the Sox were in Minnesota. I brought up someone that was able to contribute instead of clogging the playable roster uh, with a guy that had a sore back and was no use, uh, but that's the White Sox way. Uh, prior to Sunday's game, White Sox placed infielder Hanser Alberto on the 10-day injured list uh, with a strained left quad and selected the contract of outfielder Adam Hazley uh, and designated infielder outfielder Nick Solak for assignment. This was all uh, happening throughout this uh, three-game series. Uh, game 16 on Sunday, Sacks fell to the Baltimore Orioles 8-4. to four. Uh, You had no Benatendi uh, in the lineup. Uh, you didn't see Hazley uh, to start the game either. Uh, there was a, a picture video going around on White Sacks Twitter. Could have Andrew Benatendi been injured by uh, a celebration after the walk-off with, a, with, a, with the ice bucket? I don't know. No word on what was going on with Benatendi as far as I could find out. There were... Eight pitches by Dylan Cease in the first inning. It was a cold, blustery game. There was a a two-plus-hour delay, just a nasty, nasty day uh, in Chicago, but an efficient first inning by Dylan Cease. And then the Sox absolutely went to work, but that's really all they did the entire game. A three-run homer from Gavin Sheets, a burger with a bomb to right, hitting a mistake, which is great to see. A third home run in three days for Jake Berger. It was 4 nothing White Sox before you know it. Uh, Chris Kampka, which is a great follow, an absolute great follow, uh, Chris Kampka. He put this out on Twitter. Sox, uh, first time with a two-home run first inning uh, during a home game since April 8th, 2021. Wow. Uh, second inning. You know, Cease is starting the top of the second with a four-run cushion. Uh, there was some pitch com issues that were happening for both pitchers uh, with inclement weather, and it's just a real shame. They they want to speed up this game, but then you got problems with the with the uh, the tools, the equipment, and it just felt like that was throwing off Cease's rhythm a bit. He couldn't get this pitch com device to stick on his glove. He didn't know where to put it. Uh, Cease was able to get out of a bases loaded jam through 24 pitches in that inning uh, and able to get out of that bases loaded jam because of his absolutely nasty stuff. Only gave up two hits, a couple walks, two strikeouts, and had 48 pitches after three. Uh, Baltimore rallied as you kind of knew they were uh, were able to. Berger uh, had an error that 
That would have been an inning-ending ground ball. Then Cease gave up a two-RBI triple. Uh, it was four three sacks, but then Baltimore tied it in the sixth. Eighth inning, things really started falling uh, off here. Game tied. Aaron Bummer enters the game in a high-leverage situation. Everything fell apart. Uh, a bit of a theme, really, for what's been going on. Uh, you know, a, a double should have been a single, but they ran on sheets in left field, which is no surprise. Stolen base, hit, walk, what new, the same recipe all weekend long. And usually for Aaron Bummer, really just absolutely disgusting. He was removed. Jason Benetti had a, a comment on the telecast, tough day for Adam Bummer. And I was like, tough day, just, just this one day on Sunday. Uh, I don't think so. It's been going on for a while. Uh, bases loaded, nobody out. Santos was in. Baltimore continued to pile it on. Uh, it was 7-4, then 8-4. Sox bullpen, just miserable. Cease went six innings, gave up six hits, four runs, two earned, five walks, five strikeouts. His ERA sits a little bit above two. He threw 113 pitches, which I believe is a career high. Uh, bullpen, two walks, four earned runs on Sunday. Uh, 12 earned runs for the bullpen the entire series. And uh, talking about for the series, Sachs pitching issued 26 walks during the entire series. Sachs offense, of course, scored four runs all in the first inning on two home runs, and that was it. Uh, the second game of the series on Saturday was probably just as irritating but more fun uh, at the end because of the outcome. And uh, a lot of folks got a free T-shirt. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Hey, really excited about our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Baseball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your professional baseball franchise? Well, your dream can come true. This game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team. Play through the season and lead your team to glory. Uh, all this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Hey, now is your chance to prove that you can be more competent than Rick Hahn. No guarantee that you'll have as much job security, but it will be fun to have a, a seat at the table over and over again. Hopefully, uh, you're able to set the market and be proactive instead of reactive. Lockdown White Sox listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Lockdown in the game store. Uh, so to make sure to check it out, download the game, just visit probaseballgm.com, scan uh, the code, look it up in the app stores, that's probaseballgm.com, start your dynasty uh, today. We'll talk uh, game two, uh, that was on Saturday, uh, Sox beat the Baltimore Orioles on a walk-off 7-6-10, and 10. Uh, it was definitely that sweatshirt giveaway, it's a really nice sweatshirt, you just didn't need it on Saturday. Nice crowd, I think 30,000 plus. Uh, first inning, uh, the Sox had Andrew Benatendi on third with nobody out and could not score. Um, you just felt it. You felt it in your gut, uh, especially as Baltimore came back. And uh, that was a that was a back and forth game. But again, you got a guy on third with nobody out. Like, get some cushion for Michael Kopech, who's had a bit of an up-and-down year. It wasn't the case, though. Uh, we'll go fast-forward to the fifth. Uh, ben Attendi, RBI single. Sox took the lead 2-1. Uh, top of six. Kopech gave it right back, served one up, uh, gave up a walk. Middleton was uh, now in. 
uh, with a runner on, one out, uh, two hit, walk, bases loaded, 14th walk of the series at that point. Another base hit, one run scored. Uh, Baltimore was capitalizing on free passes, and, and they were doing things with runners in scoring position. And, and that's the other key. It's like it's one thing to just be able to get those free passes, but you got to do something with it. And Baltimore made it hurt several different times. Uh, Middleton did not look like the unhittable force he was in Minnesota. So then you had Bummer in on Saturday, walked Mullins on four pitches. He walked in a run. Uh, so what, whatever he did on Sunday, you're like, well, we saw this movie on Saturday. I didn't like it then. And I don't like it now. Uh, it really, the way Bummer's been pitching, it looks like he didn't pitch in spring training, which he kind of didn't. Uh, he maybe pitched a total of three innings. Uh, bottom six, Aloy Walk. Berger had that bomb, his second of the series. Hit one. Uh, he hits mistakes. Jake Berger absolutely hits mistakes. That was a hanging slider. Uh, ended up knocking out Gibson. It was 4-4 at that point. Good to see the Sox making uh, free passes pay. Uh, so, you know, when we get a few walks here and there, it's nice to knock one out of the ballpark. Uh, Graveman was in in the top of the seventh walk, uh, hit by pitch, triple. That should have been a double, all with two outs. It's another, man, that is another ugly theme that's been happening. The amount of stuff we're giving up with two outs, bases loaded. Graveman walks in another run. It was 5-4 Baltimore. Uh, Andrew Vaughn off the wall to score a run. Uh, tied at five. Again, he has not been a home run machine right now, but Andrew Vaughn uh, is getting hits. He absolutely is getting on base. He was in the two spot on Sunday. Uh, he gets on. You know, I, I think he he's he's learning the art of hitting right now. And I think I think the power of the home runs will will show up soon. Uh, Lopez in a non save situation. He was in the ninth, two outs, two strikeouts, and a fly out. Uh, bottom of the ninth, heart of the order for the White Sox. Luis Robert Jr. can't lay off sliders. What else is new there? Uh, completely flails at something in the dirt. Wondering with Robert, like, does he not have the scouting report on certain pitchers? Uh, maybe he hasn't been paying attention, maybe not doing his homework. Maybe there's just too quick of pitching changes, which I think is an absolute lie because of the amount of tablets and codify and all the information that they have. Um, that should not be the case, but he just has not been able to figure out or lay off uh, that junk, especially the sliders. Uh, in extras, uh, Baltimore scored in the top of the 10, which is what you should do with a ghost runner on second. Uh, then in the Sox, bottom of the 10th, Yaz uh, with a bloop double to score Romy. Uh, first Sox hit with a runner in scoring position uh, all day. And then the White Sox walked, walked it off. Oscar Colas, uh, good to see that. Uh, probably a nice confidence boost for him. Kopech's line, five innings, six hits, three earned runs, four walks, four strikeouts, two home runs, which has been a problem. His ERA sits at 6.32. He threw 96 pitches. Uh, the bullpen, five innings, five hits, two earned runs, six walks on Saturday and three strikeouts. Uh, at this point, uh, well, I'm sorry, the whole game on Saturday, Sacks pitching issued 10 walks uh, to really a top five, top eight uh, offense. You know, they're going to make you pay. Sacks were able to sneak out a win, but 
it, it was ugly when you really kind of read between the lines. Uh, Sacks offense, seven runs, 13 hits. Of those 13 hits, six were for extra bases. Uh, they were three for 12 with runners in scoring position. Uh, Berger had three RBIs on Saturday. Uh, this is what he had to say after that game. I think that's the name of the game. The more you face a certain handed pitcher, the more comfortability uh, you're going to feel there, said Berger, who has homered in his last two games and, of course, followed uh, one up with a third home run, uh, three for the series. I feel like I'm starting to feel a lot better against righties. And again, what do you do with Jake Berger? Uh, he can hit major league uh, pitching. He absolutely can. It's something I talked about uh, you know, at the beginning of the season when the rosters were waiting for the rosters to get figured out. He can hit. He can absolutely hit. We saw it last year. Uh, but, you know, what else does he bring to the table? You know, what, what else can he do? I, I just don't feel that confident with him defensively. But Yoan Mankata can't stay healthy. So I don't I don't know. Uh, Yaz had a three-hit game on Saturday. Sox turned four double plays and did not commit an error, which is a bright spot, along with the sweatshirts. Uh, people say walks kill. Walks will definitely hurt you. Good teams will make sure walks will kill you. Uh, bullpen issuing this many walks is it's just absolutely unacceptable, especially when they first come into a game. You're called in from the bullpen and you walk a guy on four straight pitches. I mean, that's just absolutely unacceptable. I mean, Sachs won uh, on Saturday, but consistently overcoming the walks and pitching woes is not sustainable. We saw that uh, on Sunday. Uh, Sachs issued 19 walks between Friday and Saturday, their most in a two-game span uh, since issuing 20, April 24th, 26th of last year. Now, this was Graffol after the game. Uh, I'm not going to get into that, but we are addressing it. Uh, we got to attack the strike zone. That's pitching coach Ethan Katz and bullpen coach Kurt Hassler talking to these guys individually, and they're reminding these guys they're very good, but that's something ongoing, and I'll keep that in the house. So uh, the boosting the self-esteem strategy is in full effect. Forget mechanics and everything else. Uh, a good pep talk uh, can go a long way. The weekend series began with a bullpen meltdown and an interesting song choice by the starting pitcher. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by So Rare. Hey, our new sponsor, So Rare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Uh, unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards across uh, global opponents to win Epic rewards, win or lose, you still own your cards. There's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. Uh, MLB game weeks happen twice weekly and span three- to four-day cycles at the end of game weeks. Uh, MLB managers who rank at or near the top of their leaderboards win a variety of rewards, which include so rare sacredy cards, game tickets, merchandise, and more prizes may vary depending on the competition. Head to so rare.com slash locked on. That's spelled S O R A R E.com to draft your team of free players, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's 
So rare.com slash locked on to start playing today. How about that game on Friday to kick off the weekend series? Sox lost to the Orioles 6-3 to three, uh, after Rick Hahn's big speech, which he'll continue to do uh, before every home series. Uh, Clevenger was on the hill, uh, held, them, uh, held the Orioles to one hit after five innings. I think his velocity hit 96 miles per hour. Lots of movement, as usual, on his pitches. That has been very consistent for Mike Clevenger throughout the year. Uh, 61 pitches on his arm, entering the fifth. Top of the sixth inning, uh, Clevenger walked the first two batters. Uh, Adley Rushman was up, and what a catch by Andrew Benatendi. An absolute gem out there in left field. Uh, Sosa with a great catch in foul territory. So two outs, runners on the corners. Uh, Santander fly out to right field. Defense absolutely matters. Sacks were able to hold on to a one-run lead at that point late in the game. And then bottom of the six, Ben Attendi with an RBI single. It was 2-0 Sacks. A nice at-bat by Aloy down 0-2, battled back to get an RBI single. Uh, did not let Wells off the hook. It was 3-0 Sacks. Uh, they did uh, leave the bases loaded. And then wheels just came off in the seventh. Jake Diekman, of course, walked the leadoff batter, got called for a balk, we think, walked another, then got pulled. Lopez threw an 0-2 middle-middle pitch with the bases loaded that was appropriately crushed uh, by Rutschman for a bases-clearing double. It was 4-3 walks. I mean, you just can't give them up to an offensive team uh, you know, or to a power player. Um, it, it's just... Again, it's the same stuff on and on. Uh, seventh inning, second and first, only one out for the White Sox, and Luis Robert Jr. hit into a double play. Uh, bullpen collapsed once again on Friday. There was a botched pickoff play. Then, you know, the wheels came off with fundamentals, failure to cover second base on one play. Nobody was home as the outfield throw was coming in. I mean, it just shouldn't be happening. Uh, Clevenger's final line, six innings, one hit, zero earned runs, five walks, five strikeouts. His ERA now 2.20. Jake Diekman, how about this guy? Uh, A third of an inning, two earned runs, two walks, a strikeout. Uh, His ERA sits at 10.50. I have no idea why they used Jake Diekman in that situation, but really, uh, they're few and far between, and it feels like there's few pitchers that are actually consistent for long stretches right now. Bullpen on Friday, three innings, six hits, six earned runs. That's how the weekend started. Four walks, five strikeouts. Sacks offense on Friday, three runs, six hits, three extra base hits, two for five with runners in scoring position. Not bad. Uh, according to Paul Sullivan of the Chicago Tribune, Mike Clevenger made his home debut coming out of the bullpen before the game to Kanye West's song, Gold Digger. Uh, asked about his walk-up song selection, Clevenger replied, Are you a music producer? No? Okay. Well, if you have a baseball question, I'm here for you. That was uh, Paul Sullivan uh, with the Chicago Tribune. So I thought this White Sox team, at the very least, Uh, would be better prepared and be fundamentally sound. But that has been a consistent problem. You know, I after everything I read and heard from Pedro Grifol over the offseason and from his coaching staff and and everything he kept saying uh, in in spring training, it was just, I bought it. I absolutely drank the Kool-Aid. I bought into it. And, uh, you know, 
just tacking on to all the pitching issues and the offensive woes and the injuries. It's there are fundamental problems. There are mental mistakes that when the, the White Sox, they need to win on the margins. OK, because they are clearly they're not going to outpitch people and they don't have a lockdown bullpen. And the offense, I think there's something with the offense there, but I got to see more walks. And I need to see more home runs and they need to capitalize with runners in scoring position. Sacks need to win on the margins, meaning they can't afford to have all these different mistakes on top of all the other things that they're doing and haven't been able to correct yet. Uh, walking batters consistently, bullpen, starting pitching. I mean, there's just a, it's just a laundry list that it's like, okay, another series, same kind of things. Some something's got to stop. Okay. There needs to be a new streak. Some something different needs to happen. And, and maybe that is on Monday. Hawk Harrelson. If you used to listen to Hawk Harrelson over the years, uh, you know, he used to say all the time, look, as a ball club, you're going to win 60. You're going to lose 60. What you do, you know, with the other 40, 42, that defines you as a ball club. Friday, for example, was a defining loss uh, and you feel it. You're like that one we gave away. You know, we should have had that game. Sacks up four nothing on Sunday with Dylan Cease in the hill. That's a game you should have won. Absolutely. But Friday's felt like one of those that falls in that cover of that define that's a defining loss. Let's let's uh, turn our focus to Monday here. Monday, brand new day, new series, some different weather for sure. Uh Sacks hosting the Philadelphia Phillies, who've got their own troubles. Uh, six in offense, 28th in pitching. So they'll fill a right at home on the south side with the White Sox. Lance Lynn against Zach Wheeler. It's going to be 41 degrees and windy at uh, 35th in Shields. Lance Lynn allowed eight runs on nine hits with three walks and five strikeouts and four and a third innings during his only start on the south side this season. That was against the San Francisco Giants. And his first three starts, Lynn has given up six home runs and seven walks. Uh, Lynn's last start was in Minnesota last week, six innings, seven hits, three earned runs, zero walks, which is great, 10 strikeouts, but gave up two home runs. Uh, Wheeler has had three starts so far, 0-1, 4.02 ERA, 18 strikeouts plus uh, and 15 plus innings. Wheeler's last start was against the Marlins on April 12th, six innings, three hits, one earned run, three walks, six six strikeouts folks uh hoping for just some better some better white sacks baseball uh this coming week uh got got tampa bay looming but let's take care of business with with philadelphia thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine you can find the lockdown white sacks podcast absolutely everywhere uh, you find your podcast we're on twitter at lockdown sacks you can find me on twitter at nick underscore uh, gGtb hey and don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel appreciate you passing along to other white sacks fans in your life thanks for making lockdown white sacks your first listen every day hey every dayers out there uh, you know who you are. On the next episode, I will recap Lance Lynn's outing against the Philadelphia Phillies. Hopefully be talking about a White Sox winner. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox.